Do you want to talk about how smooth that match cut was? Don't even know what a match cut is? I'm Travis, and this is Finding Cinema, a show for all audiences, from cinephiles to the average Netflix binge watcher. We'll cover your favorite movies and some you've never even heard of. No need to wait in line at the ticket counter. Come behind the scenes and find your place in movie magic with me. What's your favorite movie quote? Mine is, why so serious? Hey y'all, welcome back to Finding Cinema, a show where we can just sit down, talk about all types of movies, foreign to domestic, to small to indie, to box office mega flicks. Today, I wanted to create a personal touch so that you guys know more about me rather than just, you know, thinking I'm some snobby film reviewer. Um, I created a top 10 list of what my of what I believe to be my favorite 10 movies of all time. And I created this list off of personal enjoyment, um, what I felt was great acting, great direction, great cinematography, through so many rewrites. It took me so long to form formulate this list. I have gone over it a bunch of times. I have switched movies around. I have taken movies completely off the list. I've thrown this piece of paper in the trash, and I have written countless notes on why I love each movie. I created a top 10 and I created three honorable mentions so that you guys kind of know more about me. And through the duration of this podcast, I hope that you can formulate a sense of the movies that I kind of gear towards. And I would absolutely love if uh, you guys would reach out on social media. At my Instagram handle is at Travis A. Griffin. And you guys can leave movie suggestions. Um, you can ask questions about what movies to watch. I can even formulate a list um, of movies to watch based on what streaming platforms you have, whether it's Netflix or HBO Max or Disney Plus. Being a huge movie connoisseur, I practically have all of them. So I would love to engage with you guys and the audience members to, you know, if you guys have any sort of movie question or opinion or recommendation for me to watch, I would absolutely love to you know, to talk with you guys because I really want to get to know each and every one of you. And I'm always on my phone as a big media connoisseur. So yeah, I would love to create a, but I would love to create a bond with each and every one of you. And without further ado, let's kick off this top 10 list with an honorable mention. Um, the first movie on an honorable mention, uh, on my honorable mentions list is none other than back to the future. Um, this movie to me is an absolute piece of soul food. Um, and what I mean by that is it's a movie that I can watch each each time and feel good about it and feel good about myself. Each time I sit down to watch this movie, I can't help but feeling this the sense of nostalgia, which you know brings me back to my childhood through just absolutely brilliant onstage chemistry between Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd. It is some of the best duo acting that I have ever seen. Um, it's a movie that creates a sense of endearment in my heart and it, it is just an absolute amazing movie to rewatch over and over again because you pick up on these nuance little trinkets each and every time through pop culture references and i find myself going back to one scene specifically when marty mcfly you know looks back at the band and tells them to keep up when he you know goes into singing chuck berry's Johnny Be Good. I find I find myself watching that scene on YouTube a thousand times because it's just it's just so cool and so brilliantly written and so ahead of its time almost. Um, and so that is the first on my honorable mention. Second is Rocky. 
honestly, you can put the whole Rocky, you can put Rocky one through four in here, except for Rocky five because that movie was absolute garbage. But you can put the whole Rocky series in. I mean, the story is just absolutely beautiful and breathtaking. The ability to overcome adversity through the true test of one's spirit, as seen through Sylvester Stallone's character, is just absolutely remarkable. You know, through growing up in gritty Philadelphia to, you know, taking on taking on some of the best fighters in the world and traveling worldwide to become an American icon is just an absolute brilliant story, in my opinion. John Alvaldson creates such an amazing movie in this through you know, through the ability to actually feel what Rocky and Sylvester Stallone are going through. And not to mention that Talia Shire's performance as Adrian is just amazing, as she is almost the voice of reason in this movie and creates almost a sense of nature versus nurture. And you have to determine what Rocky's problems are. You know, is it the way that he was grown up? Is it, you know, is his anti, is the fact that he's antisocial from the way that he was grown up or the environment that he was, you know, that he was given or the circumstances around him. So I just love every aspect of this film and I think it's a brilliant piece of brilliant piece of cinema. And my final honorable mention is a movie that I actually watched very recently but was absolutely enthralled the first time I saw it and that is American Psycho. Now, movies to me can become so great with an outstanding actor or actress performance. That's one of the huge things I look for in a movie because if an actor can stand out that is something that I find just completely captivating because a director can only take a movie so far and then it falls on the actor to take the character in which they were given and auditioned for and create it their own and create their own personal twist on it. And that's what I love about American Psycho is that honestly, I feel as if no other actor could have played this as well as Christian Bale did. Christian Bale as Patrick Bateman was absolutely brilliant acting. This movie took such a in-depth look at a character arc that was so twisted and so haunting and the absolute phenomenal direction took this character and created this almost uh, gothic descent into madness from Christian Bale's performance. And I mean, the narration, the little voice in the back of your head played such a great part in this film as it, it almost created this eeriness and I would absolutely recommend this movie to anyone who is a, a fan of acting and who is looking to study acting or is who is just a fan of amazing cinema and amazing cinematography. All right, well, that wraps up the honorable mentions. And the first movie that comes in at the number 10 spot is Whiplash. Now, this movie is absolutely highlighted by Miles Teller's and J.K. Simmons' performance. I mean, both of these acting performances are immaculate, and each one of them brings such a different feel to the movie that they play off of each other in such a brilliant way. I mean, Miles Teller brings the spirit of being a perfectionist while not letting the confines of the human spirit get in the way of, of a desired goal for any reason. This movie almost brings me back to Raging Bull by Martin Scorsese, where the spirit of a character is so strong and so driven by the the will to succeed and the will to be perfect that the the other matters of society almost don't even matter. And that's what I absolutely love about Miles Teller's performance in this. Now, 
J.K. Simmons' performance is on a whole nother tier. This is hands down some of the best acting I've ever seen, bar none. Across all movie genres, across TV, film, documentaries, it doesn't matter. This is some of the best acting I've ever seen in a piece of cinema. The way that Simmons captivates rage and the depth of his character's arc is something that I am so in awe of with each viewing of this movie. It is such a beautiful piece of cinema, and I actually read the other day that he won 47 awards for this movie, and without a doubt, he deserves each and every single one of them. J.K. Simmons, the way that he enthralls the audience by being this menacing antagonist throughout the movie is just so brilliant and so brilliantly crafted through his own like menacing, menacing form of acting, and I absolutely love it. Now, to the direction of Damien Chazelle, I mean, this is a film where you feel every ounce of blood-soaked snare drum beat, and you feel the you feel the human spirit being crushed through J.K. Simmons' relentless and brutal teachings, and the quest for perfectionism is just immaculate in this movie. It is a movie that, with each and every viewing, I find myself being glued to the screen each and every second and it is just it is just a wonderful wonderful piece of cinema and i mean damien chazelle's direction is just absolutely phenomenal and i hope that he comes back to directing movies like this with a purpose with such a almost a gritty and amazing storyline behind it so that that is my number 10 spot and the movie that comes in at number nine for me is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And this movie is quite possibly perfect from beginning to end. The acting was so magnificent and so real and so lifelike. It felt as if we were really with Jack Nicholson in this menacing and tormented hospital. And the audience knows each and every one of these characters from Nurse Ratchet to Jack Nicholson to Chief, almost as a family. And the acting creates such a, a feel of, of real life that it, like I said, it makes you feel as if you are truly there with them and truly by each and every one of the character sides. Now, Nurse Ratchet is one of the absolute greatest and most and the best well-written antagonist characters I have ever seen in a film or a piece of cinema. A totalitarian, domineering antagonist that makes the movie what it is creates such a, almost a governing force of society, almost like the voice of conscience in the back of your mind, telling you what is right and just and what is not through each and every one of these characters. You feel as if Nurse Ratchet is the, the only thing standing between them and madness as... You see this, um, this like I said, this domineering force that brings such a such a, a a ruthless and harsh nature to this otherwise almost endearing movie. I mean, it deals with a lot of brutal and tough concepts, but this movie is so endearing through the through the voice of family and through Jack Nicholson's performance that it is just absolutely magnificent. 
The themes of being powerless in the eyes of others and the concept of freedom in the confines of a society that alienates you makes this such an important social piece that speaks on the truth and severity of mental illness in a society which mental illness has come to light and the tools are there for each and every person to get the help that they need but the ability to speak on mental illness in a time like the 70s where the tools and resources were so generalized for the mass public creates makes this makes this movie so important to view today and to see the arc of of how society treats mental illness from the 70s to the present day now the number eight movie on my spot is one that I also watched recently, but was just absolutely just captivated from the second that I saw it. And that movie is Prisoners, by directed by Denis Villeneuve. And this movie was just absolutely magnificent in acting, in direction, into cinematography, into score, and just a movie that I was I almost felt weird for liking it so much because of the dark and twisted themes and how menacing this movie is. The way that Jake Gyllenhaal and Hugh Jackman personify these intensely dark themes, such as being a vigilante and taking the law into your own hands, is just absolutely wonderful. And it's so brutal and so menacing and so twisted that you feel as if you are on the hunt for these two kidnapped girls throughout the entire film. I mean, not to mention Roger Deakins' cinematography. I mean, it grasps the audience and brings them into the mind of a man whose soul is just absolutely shattered through the loss of his child and how one man's spirit can be crushed through the torment of loss and grief and how that loss and grief can absolutely just, just crush a man's soul mind and spirit to the point where he finds himself taking actions into his own hands and not trusting the criminal justice system around him and Hugh Jackman's performance was so wonderful and it absolutely and it honestly it opened my eyes to his performances because I had only seen him as you know Wolverine in the X-Men series and this movie actually made me take him very seriously and I'm honestly open to hear any more suggestions about movies that you guys think that Hugh Jackman su succeeded in. Um, and I would absolutely love to hear you guys' opinion on this movie and other Denis Villeneuve movies because he is just an absolutely wonderful director. And so yes, Prisoners uh, takes the cake at the eighth spot in my movie. And here is where the list got hard because each one of these movies honestly can be interchangeable. Seven through one, okay, not, not one. One is pretty locked down, but seven through two can be interchanged honestly, in any order. And each one of these notes would stay exactly the same, but each one of these movies could, abs I mean, seven could be two, five could be four. I mean, each one of these movies could be interchanged with one another. But nevertheless, the movie that made the number seven spot is a movie called City of God. Now, this movie is a Brazilian-made movie, and it is just absolutely ambitious. I mean, this movie just takes stories within stories within stories and creates these layers of character arc and development through characters such as Rocket and Lil Dice, also Lil Z. And the ambitious non-linear storyline makes this one of the, 
honestly one of the greatest movies ever created in my opinion. I watched this movie and I kid you not, my jaw was dropped for 30 minutes after watching it. I almost had trouble processing what I just watched because it was just that beautiful and that well-made and it is just absolutely a wonderful piece of cinema. And if you have not seen this movie and I mean, you don't even have to, you don't even have to understand Portuguese to understand the nature of this movie. If you like any, any form of film, if you like acting, directing, storytelling, writing, sound, score, it is just, this is the movie for you. And I absolutely recommend this movie to everybody. And honestly, this is a, this is a movie that when people ask me, you know, not what my favorite movie of all time is, but what do you think the best movie of all time is? This one really comes to my head and always is one of the first on my mind because it is just so, so great. And it's this gritty, noir, menacing look into, into Brazil and to the slums of the city of God and into what one man and one crew can do for money and the ruthlessness of these gangs and these and these kids that creates such a a wonderful film and i i can't i can't say wonderful enough because it is just it is just such a beautiful film from front to from front to end and if you haven't seen this movie you need to absolutely check it out it's one of those movies that's never on any streaming service, but if it is, it is totally worth a free trial or paying the $4 to rent on Amazon or anything like that because this movie is a absolute must watch. Not to mention the atmosphere that this movie creates. It is just, it is just, it just absolutely transports you to the crime syndicates in Brazil. And like I said, you, you need to watch this movie. If you haven't seen it, it's an absolute must watch. Now, number six on this movie is a movie that I also find to be damn near perfect. It is the movie is Seven, by directed by David Fincher, starring Brad Pitt and Morgan Freeman. And a lot of people know about this movie, unlike City of God, but this movie is just so freaking cool and so freaking amazing. It is my absolute favorite Brad Pitt performance, and in my opinion, arguably his best. I mean, the themes in which this movie displays the uncontrollable nature of humanity and fate to go along with such a menacing story creates such a terrifying atmosphere in this movie that you are just absolutely glued to this jam-packed piece of art from front to end. I mean, not to mention the absolutely disgusting nature of Kevin Spacey's character, which is just, it's, it's, it's tough to watch because of the the recent stuff that has surfaced about Kevin Spacey, but it's just an absolute brilliant piece of acting from all three major players in this game, from Brad Pitt, Morgan Freeman, and Kevin Spacey. This movie is just wonderful and absolutely beautiful. I mean, the cinematography itself creates such a gothic feel through the use of religious torment as such a, a major and prevalent theme in this movie. And it takes each one of these deadly sins and it creates such a, a twisted take on each on what each one of them means in today's society and what and what the and what the twisted word of God can can bring a man to do. Because in the end, that's what Kevin Spacey's character said he was doing, is he said he was doing the work of God. And it creates such a creates such a, a piece of religious torment and 
I just, I find myself coming back to this movie each and every time I want to watch a David Fincher movie or a Brad Pitt movie because it is just absolutely phenomenal from front to end. All right. Now, the movie that takes the first spot in my top five is a movie that honestly might have got me into film along with a lot of other people's. It's a very popular movie and it's a movie that is studied throughout the entire world from acting to directing and that movie is Pulp Fiction. I mean, what is not to say about this movie? It is quite possibly the greatest story in a film ever created. I absolutely applaud Quentin Tarantino for writing this and to have just this masterpiece of a film come out the way it did. I mean, this movie is an absolute timeless classic. I mean, you ask the average, you ask the average viewer what, what their favorite, I mean, what they think the best movie of all time is, a lot of people are going to say Pulp Fiction. Just, I mean, it is that well-known and that world-renowned, and it, it and it lives up to that. It lives up to the hype, and it and it it is so magnificently created. The way each character arc intertwines with the others, it's just absolutely perfect. The way that the non-linear storytelling comes together to form this magnum opus of a creation is just absolutely brilliant and. I mean, for the 12 people in the world that haven't seen this movie, you absolutely need to watch it. Because, I mean, I I know I'm beating a dead horse with the fact that this movie is just incredible because everybody has seen it. But I just can't help but including this movie on my top five because it is just, it is just that good. I mean, it is just an absolute landmark in cinema history. I mean, you watch this and you and you know that this from the opening from the opening scene, you know, to the Royale with cheese line to the diner, to each and every pop culture reference that is mentioned throughout this film. You just know it is just an absolutely great and absolutely magnificent piece of cinema. The movie that comes in at the number four spot is just a movie that makes you feel so good. And it's just, it's heartwarming, it's endearing, it's just an absolute quirky and beautiful piece of cinema. And that movie is Wes Anderson's The Grand Budapest Hotel. I mean, this movie is just absolutely freaking phenomenal. The direction of Wes Anderson, the color palette, the intentional use of symmetry, each playing off of one another in just the most magnificent way possible is just, it's just absolutely beautiful. This movie is one of the most beautifully shot and beautifully created movies of all time. The cast, I mean, this is the, quite possibly the most star-studded cast in a, in a movie I've ever seen, from Adrian Brody to... Owen Wilson to Edward Norton to to everyone in between. I mean, each character is clicking on all cylinders, and each character plays their part so perfectly. I mean, oh, it is just so beautiful. It's and it's such a it's such a cute and heartwarming little story that I just find myself rewatching this movie each and every time. And I, it's a movie that always puts a smile on my face because it is just it is just that well made and that. Phenomenal. And I mean, it's safe to say that Wes Anderson really likes the color pink because seriously, this, this movie is so saturated with color and vibrance that it is just, it's just so appealing to the eye. And I just, I love this movie from, from start to finish. I mean, I, 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 I've said that about most of these movies that I love it from start to finish, but that, I mean, that's what creates it. That's what creates my top 10 favorite movies is that I, I find no, you know, I find movies that have little to no flaws in them and that I find these movies to be personal and relatable, yet brilliantly crafted 
on all forms of budgets from you know small indie films to huge box office hits. I love each and every single one of these films. Now, the top three. The moment that I've been waiting for and the first movie that comes into the top three is a movie that is geared by an absolutely brilliant performance from a character who passed away right after this movie came out. And that movie is The Dark Knight. I mean, what is not to say about this movie? This movie redefined what superhero movies can be and what they should be. It doesn't have to be, you know, a bunch of people running around in spandex tights saying buzzwords with, you know, terrible CGI and awful punchlines. This movie is just absolutely phenomenal. And it re- and and if a movie can redefine a whole genre like this one did, I applaud it. And I absolutely find Heath Ledger's performance to be quite possibly the best acting performance in a movie ever across all superhero movies, across all dramas, across all action movies. This Heath Ledger's performance was just absolutely breathtaking. I mean, it is second to none. The way he brings you into the haunted mind of the Joker, and immer- it, it almost immerses the viewer in the chaos in inside the mind of Heath Ledger and the anarchy that this character displays. It just, it creates this, uh, it creates this menacing theme of, of torment and despair and chaos that you just find yourself just absolutely loving from every single line that he says on this film. And it, and it's so heartbreaking to hear that this is the film that, you know, led to his untimely and heartbreaking suicide. But it's just, and I I find that so, so terrible and so tormenting. But this film left such a legacy to people of all genres that it should be, it should be studied. It should be absolutely looked at and revered as a piece of acting that that will go down as one of the greatest in cinema history. And I I would love to thank Heath Ledger in person for this, but all I can say is that this movie will keep a legacy of Heath Ledger and this movie was just absolutely phenomenal. And not to mention Hans Zimmer's music. I mean, this movie is just an absolute masterpiece from front to end. When Christian Bale is a secondary character in a movie, you know that some that something is going right. This movie, I I I'm at a loss for words because this movie is just so great, and like I said, it redefined this whole genre of su- of what superhero movies should and can be through this gritty noir action film that pulls you into chaos and anarchy, and it's just and it's just absolutely phenomenal, which is which is why it landed a, a spot on my top three. Coming in at the number two spot is a movie that I find myself coming back to each and every time because of a, one of the single greatest acting performances from quite possibly my favorite actor, which is Jake Gyllenhaal, and that movie is Nightcrawler. I mean, this movie is just absolutely gritty and menacing, and I know that I've said that about a lot of these movies on there, but I guess that is something that draws me to film when a character can bring you inside of the mind of of a tormented spirit and a tormented individual that it can that the way that Jake Gyllenhaal does this in, in this performance is just it's just second to none honestly I love the noir drama nature of this film it is just so breathtaking and so gripping and the way that Jake Gyllenhaal's character is just on a quest for perfection through so much of his own desire is just absolutely mesmerizing in this film. I mean, 
this is a man who lets nothing stop in his journey. And I mean, if you want to talk about brilliant acting and a character who truly, truly engulfs you in the mind of his own, I mean, just, I mean, just rewatch the scene where he, where Jake Gyllenhaal is just yelling into the mirror and breaking the mirror because of his own torment through, through the disgusting things that he sees. I mean, the way that Jake Gyllenhaal engulfs you in this character into this, into this twisted mind of, of a freelance filmmaker that is trying to capture and cultivate the, the hardships and the crime and the brutality of Los Angeles with just him and his partner. It's just, and by the way, Riz Ahmed. Wow. I mean, before Sound of Metal, I hadn't, you know, I hadn't really focused a whole lot on him, but absolutely phenomenal, absolutely phenomenal performance. I mean, I mean, come on. As a secondary character, Riz Ahmed was just beautiful. I mean, the way that he brought a voice of reason to Jake Gyllenhaal's performance into this movie is just absolutely, absolutely wonderful. And if you are, and if you are a, if you are a fan of acting or, you know, truly developing a sense of character, it's just, this movie is just, this is the movie for you. Because I mean, the scene where Jake Gyllenhaal is just looking at himself yet into the camera in the mirror and just, you can see the torment and the despair in his mind, in his spirit, in his eyes. I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely breathtaking. This movie is just perfect. I don't know what else to say about it, except for that it's perfect. And that if you are a fan of noir dr drama, if you're, if you love great acting, then you need to watch this movie because I cannot recommend it enough. And it's a movie that's been on Netflix forever. And I, I, I think Netflix would be idiots to take this movie off because I find myself, you know, keeping up my subscription every month just to watch this movie. And the number one film on this list should be no surprise, but it is what my first podcast was about, and that is Kill Bill. And this is the movie that got me into film and cinema. I mean, from what I haven't said in my previous podcasts, I this movie is just brilliant. I mean, from the storytelling to the creative filmmaking style of Quentin Tarantino in a nonlinear Western noir action revenge soaked i mean it's just it is just gritty it is it is brutal it is phenomenal on all on all cylinders i mean seriously check out check out my first podcast if you want to know the in-depth of my favorite movie of all time because this movie is just i could go on for hours and hours speaking about part one and part two about this movie but go back and check out my first podcast on this movie because it is just one that it's a can't miss i mean you you have to truly sit down and watch this movie and and immerse yourself into Uma Thurman's character and immerse yourself into the revenge and to the brutal nature of this film because it is just absolutely phenomenal. And that about wraps up my top 10. Um, I Like I said, I wanted to create this list so that uh, you guys could understand where my movie taste comes from. And there are films, and trust me, there are films that you know didn't make the cut that I still find absolutely amazing i mean movies like raging bull goodfellas scarface i mean i could go on and on i i love all types of movies from foreign you know movies like the 400 blows to a movie called a movie called m to persona 
to movies of all types. I mean, I could go on and on. And like I said, please feel free to reach out on my social media at my Instagram at Travis A. Griffin. Um, that's my personal Instagram. And please feel free to reach out via direct message. And please contact me with any questions you have about movies, about cinema, film, acting. And I'd be happy to start a conversation with you because I, I want to know each and every one of your opinions. And I'd love to have a, I'd love to have a discussion about it. And as always, keep watching the movies and keep your eyes glued to the screen. Thank you.